0: Hi, this is Oban. Welcome friends to another podcast. Um, hey guys, I moved to Vancouver. Wow, the, uh, the last month has been a lot, a lot. moved uh, to a New big city, a new place, different job, but more importantly, meeting lots of fun kinky people oh my god how was your guys's halloween uh i went to two kink events um both of them uh public events uh 300 to 500 people i think in respectively in different places um oh my god i just had such a good night both of those nights Uh, met some old friends, met some new ones, feel energized. It was nice to, uh, get dressed up in latex, go out, went out as Mr. Pig, of course. Hadn't worn latex for hours like that for a long time. Um, so the first night it was a bit challenging, actually, had a bit of, uh, had to kind of step out after a few hours. <clears throat> Five hundred people, club, dancing, uh, impact play, lots of other stuff going on. It was it was a lot. Had to step outside for a bit, but uh, you know, then went back in, pulled the knife. The next night, uh, different venue, about the same size, but uh, different vibe. I felt better. So, um, anyways, I fucking love it. It was an f- amazing Halloween. I hope everyone is doing good um, Here in Canada Winters come fast So we went from fall-winter <laughs> It's winter-winter So uh, uh, Time to keep warm Be excited about some Fun coming up And uh, I'm sure there's going to be more parties In fact I know there's more parties um, But I have a treat for you guys I had an amazing time interviewing my latex bestie, Latex Jade. Um, now that I'm in Vancouver, we're able to get together, do a really good interview. I know that we're, we're going to do some more, but <clears throat> kind of really talked about their journey over the last little while. Their, um, connection to latex and kink and, um, really surprised actually how candid, uh, they were. Um, it's going to be a really great interview. Um, and I'm glad I had a chance to do it. Plus, oh my God, it was so nice just to be able to sit there and have that conversation and talk about kink. Talk about fun. So I am happy to introduce my conversation with Latex Jade. Hello.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: This, you know what? I'm really excited about this. First of all, um, you're Latex Jade. I am. I know that lots of people are going to be uh, excited to hear from you. Hey, everybody. Hey. Um, And we're going to talk about lots of things. But second of all, um, you are such a good friend of mine. Indeed. We are latex besties. Yes, we are. Um, We've had a lot of latex fun, and um, we're going to have some more. Yay. There's some more festivals and stuff coming up. So um, thank you so much for coming on my podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Um, how are you?
1: I'm doing really well.
0: Tell me about Jade. What's Jade doing? What is Jade going?
1: Oh boy. So, some Jade updates. Um, you know, Jade has been away for a little while, as you know, taking mm. a bit of a break, but uh making a comeback here in the near future, so just you know, enjoying life, getting in that leather and rubber as much as I can. And um, super excited to release some new content soon.
0: Are you... Uh, okay, so some new content. Are you going to be doing some different stuff? Or are you just going to... You're just going to get back into the flow?
1: I think I'm going to get back into the flow. But I am going to change it up a little. You know, um, back in the day, it was a lot of static photos. And now reels are certainly yeah. a big deal. Yeah. So I'll probably be making a lot more video content as well.
0: So we'd love to talk about kink journeys. Yes. Um and I'd love to talk about your kink journey, but I think specifically Latex Jade uh on whatever you feel comfortable on sharing and and how she developed and how it's growing and and how it's part of uh, you know, your journey and, and stuff you're doing, like, like, how, what do you, what is late, what is latex jade? Could you define that? Um, Who is latex jade?
1: That's a, that's an interesting question. I need a couple minutes to, to think of that answer, but, um, I can certainly give an intro into how latex jade came to be. And maybe Mm -hmm. that will describe what she'll be in the future.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Obviously, you know, we all go through evolutions and there is going to be an evolution for latex jade as well. But, um, you know, the latex really evolved from a pretty extreme leather fetish that I had had for many years, as you know. Mm -hmm. My dad was a rock and roller, so I grew up idolizing him on stage, just draped in leather all the time. Right. Right. I have pictures of myself at, you know, two or three years old, just covered in leather. So um, I think that fetish kind of was below the surface for a really long time. And eventually it started coming to the surface. And at that point, I had somebody recommend latex. Right. Very similar kind of concept.
0: Right. Shiny, kind of restrictive. Like, what was it about the leather that that really, was it... Was it tactile? Was it looks?
1: Absolutely. I mean, for me, it's like a full sensory piece, right? You've Mm -hmm. got the smell of leather, the look of it, the feel of it, the sound of it. So I, you know, like I said, I just kind of grew up idolizing leather in Mm -hmm. general. And latex is so similar. I mean, it's different, but it's so similar, right? So it was like a natural evolution. And I I don't know if I ever would have... Known really what latex was, unless I was recommended to try right. it and um, blessed enough to live in a city where there is an amazing latex store.
0: Right, and deadly, deadly yep. couture.
1: Yeah, deadly couture. Miss Pervology definitely um, locked me in for sure on my first uh, trip into the store. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. It just continued to grow from there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you. Like I know the, like us hanging out, um, together as, I mean, you introduced me to latex. I knew you when, um, you were getting into latex and it was very interesting and fascinating to me. And you were, you were like, because I was into stockings Yes. and you were kind of like, let's try a piece, you know, get a piece. Ended up getting, uh, I think it was the sleeveless hood piece or something. I think that was, maybe I got gloves first, but nonetheless, one of the things. And then, like I just found it was the constriction and it was definitely the tactile. was a different feeling than the stockings. Um, but I think when it really clicked uh, exciting for me is when we went to, was it? was it 2019 or I think it was a 2019 Vancouver Fetish Weekend. hmm Right? And you're the one that really recommended that I go as Mr. Pig. hmm We went out and we did the festival together. And like going into really getting into character and being able to transform while wearing these pieces, that's when it like really, really started to connect with us. Oh, sorry, with me anyways.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that solidified it for us. The interesting thing is that was in the summer. Yeah. But we had started dabbling with latex at my previous birthday, if you That's recall. right. Yeah. So there was quite a bit of time in there, and I actually think my first full like latex experience was with you when we were yeah um, away, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I I knew I I enjoyed it, but then. I think Vancouver Fetish Weekend really also solidified the, the you know, addiction to wearing it in public. Yes. And being around other people.
0: Remember like going down the elevator when we were in like a oh, full yeah. day and then we went out like walked the hallways, the, ho- the lobby out.
1: Yep. And we were at a big casino actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of people around. Oh my um, God. It,
0: and that was a rush I was not expecting.
1: No, I mean, I think I've realized that wearing rubber in public is one of my favorite aspects of it. Um, And so, yeah, that was quite a rush. And, you know, I love to kind of turn heads. So it was perfect for me, of course. And um, being at the festival was interesting as well because you know there were a lot of uh general fetishes happening you know typical kind of kinks but mm-hmm. then there was this like heavy rubber crew right and i realized that that's kind of where i felt the most comfortable just fully in, encased in rubber and hanging out you know in areas where the, there's vac beds and that's right. you know latex sheets and everybody's like fully decked out in latex so i remember the the club night that we went to, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was by the water there.
0: Yeah, whatever big warehouse slash thing and it was. Yeah. And
1: everybody was in these like tiny little lingerie outfits, mm-hmm. which I mean, they looked amazing, of course. But we were fully encased in rubber yeah, from yeah. head to toe, and that was that was amazing. Yeah, that was one of the best times for sure.
0: Yeah, and like one of the first times I f- like had a hood or anything, and like I think I was in latex at night for at least six plus hours.
1: Oh yeah, it was a long weekend for sure. Yeah, in
0: and I remember like we were watching because they had like kind of a roped off area where people were, definitely were being like yeah in a vac bed. There was other demonstrations of, of and it was fascinating.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was. A, it and was a same lot with of fun. the cruise. Yeah, the cruise. The boat was cruise awesome as they well. had some of
0: it too. There's some people being, uh, put into, um,
1: the cube. There was the a cube, cube. There, yeah. There was quite a few. Um, extras and there right. was furniture. And I mean, for me, the cruise was interesting because it was the first time that I spent all day in the sun outside in heat, <laughs> in rubber. Um, and of course we went, you know, fully dressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was great. It was such a great time and there was so many people in rubber. So I had an amazing time that weekend and I was locked in, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and like, it's, it's interesting. I think you know, um, because you, or you, you can tell me, but I think your, your latex experience is really connected with latex jade.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, in my everyday life, I wear a lot of leather and I will throw in, you know, a latex piece here or there, depending on what the event is. But you know fully encased that is for sure latex jade and um really gives me kind of an outlet in a way to just be a different version of myself that isn't tied to my everyday life like it's just very you know fantasy and and it's interesting because I think for me rubber isn't even that sexualized, although yeah. obviously for a lot of people it is. But it's literally like an escape, like a, yeah. a different layer of myself. Right. So the fashion and everything so the, that goes yeah, with it. Yeah, the
0: character or the the I don't even I don't even know if character is the right word. The but persona. The persona. Of
1: Jade. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is is a really important part of that process, right?
1: For sure, and. Uh, That in itself has evolved, you know, because um, the confidence that comes from wearing it more frequently and being out around friends and people, and it's a very powerful feeling, right? Because I mean, we also went to Taboo that one year, and um, you know, everybody was dressed normal for the most part, except for all of our kinky friends, of course. But I mean, Taboo is open to the public. And uh, full latex, you know, the whole time, and yeah,
0: we walked was, the convention floor, yep, and we got some a lot of attention,
1: a lot of photos taken, which and was
0: a lot, of, a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was great. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think there, there was definitely a voyeur or or a exhibitionist feel to a lot of that,
1: for sure. Even though you're fully covered,
0: totally, yeah, right. But it's it's a now. How about Um, latex Jade has a great following online. Yes. How does that, like, is that part of, is that part of the experience? Is that more about expressing yourself through some sort of art or?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a really good question. I think, you know, originally, obviously in person and around friends and and Mm. public is, you know, ideal, but I think, additionally there was an opportunity to create some art like you said um create some amazing content with great photographers and great friends and at the time um it seemed as though at the beginning it seemed as though rubber and latex hadn't really become mainstream yet Mm -hmm. so there was still quite a like a vacuum for expressing that in particular and exposing people to it and um now it's so interesting because there's so many accounts and, you know, you meet just the average vanilla person and they're dying to know about latex because they see it in fashion. It's all right, over the like runways. the Kardashians
0: have worn it. Totally. Cyrus, yeah.
1: Totally. So, I mean, I feel like... It's like any fashion. It comes in and it co- goes out, you know. Right. And we're in the wave of uh, latex and leather times. It's uh, definitely very popular right now. Yeah. So, you know, Instagram's amazing and I love my, you know, my fans and my friends on there and I've built some really solid relationships and it's fascinating that the internet, you can meet really good friends, you know, on the internet and never actually meet in yeah. person yeah. but um, c- connect with them really so, I'm super grateful for that um, that kind of audience, and I love to be able to create content for them and, you know, share my artistic kind of expression.
0: Do you feel a certain characteristic come out when you're like does a certain traits or certain feelings? So I'll give you an example. Like I definitely, as a kinky person, identify submissive a lot of times. Mm-hmm. There's a dominant side of me that I've been exploring. But when I'm in character as Mr. Pig, mm-hmm. I feel through that I can have a dominance. Mm-hmm. Like dis- mm-hmm. right, like all of a sudden because of that, whatever it is, being in that place, then it allows me to get into that dominant stance or do certain things that maybe I wouldn't have felt as comfortable doing or
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't
0: know.
1: It's interesting. Cause I think, um, you know, one of my favorite things about latex is it becomes like a second skin, right? Yeah. Especially if you're fully encased, you know, when you first get in, there's air bubbles and yeah. throughout the night you sweat and the air comes out of the latex and it literally becomes like a second skin. And in some weird way, it's like almost like an armor and you feel very powerful in it because, I mean, it's just amazing, right? Like Mm -hmm. that encasement feeling and just, you know, having everybody look and the shine and everything to it. So I do find that when I'm in rubber, you know, I'm able to express myself in different ways than when I'm not. And, um, I don't know necessarily if it's more dominant. It's certainly more powerful. Right. Um, but, I mean, I've had, I've kind of played both sides in rubber. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily
0: so. saying it was. there's either a one or or, but, like, there may be a trait that comes up more or something, right?
1: Yeah, I, I would say it's that confidence. It's the yeah. confidence, even in a submissive role, when you're fully in rubber, the confidence is, like, next level because not only do you have this armor, but, like, you know... Um,
0: or puppy snoring <laughs> <laughs> underneath the table. Can you
1: hear that? Yeah, hey, it's fine. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, not only uh, do you have this uh, armor on, sorry, I'm just kind of collecting yeah. my thoughts, but you have this confidence because, you know, you're fully covered, really, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it, the confidence is amazing, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> she, she's snoring up a storm. <laughs> Well it was interesting because like when I spoke to a fetish dynasty about his connection with rubber and latex his first kink experiences were um encasement and mm-hmm. um uh, that uh sensory deeper. uh mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for uh sensory
1: Deprivation. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Right, and that's what he really enjoys about. It. So and yeah, he has a real, sure. has a real process. So that lent into latex and a lot of stuff. So he really enjoys that tightness and that yeah. that it gives him a safe feeling, which I understand. Yeah, and I get that kind of stuff. And he loves, you know, he says he just zones out when he gets into those places. Yeah. For me, I look at it more a challenge. So it's interesting when like someone who loves rubber. And a lot of those other things may come in, but his connection is a different connection to it. And I was, when I was thinking, I was, I'm like, I get that. Like, I love the tightness and the way it can look, but I think I identify strongly with the way you're feeling. Like I feel a power and a confidence mm-hmm. and whether that trait is a dominant or whatever it is, it just gives me a more confidence or whatever. I think because it's, sure. I don't know why. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's something well, some like Also,
1: I, I, you know, I think you and I were together the first time I was fully encased, as I mentioned. And, you know, I, like many people, have a small um, fear, like claustrophobia a little yeah. bit, right? Of small spaces. And I think that's quite common. And, you know, I'm a scuba diver. So there have been times where I've gotten into small spaces and felt very, you know, overwhelmed. And I... Found that my first few times fully encased in rubber, there was a lot of that feeling like it was Mm. reliving that kind of like fear, but all of a sudden feeling really powerful through it because, Mm. you know, now you're like working through the stuff. And, um, I think I even remember like hyperventilating a little bit after my first session of four hours, I was like, you know, just get this off of me. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think, um, it's interesting because I also do feel pretty safe in rubber when I'm fully encased. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is definitely a good word, especially with the mask. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't wear masks, yeah. but wear latex, which is great. Yeah. Um, but there's something like next level about having a hood on yeah. that really gives you that anonymity and like that confidence to just be who you are inside, but can't always like describe or share. Right right mhm
0: yeah i mean it, yeah i mean my outfit as mr pig would be nothing without the hood yeah it would just be me wearing latex yeah. which i do also i've i've worn that kind of stuff because it i definitely find there's a disconnect sometimes when i'm in full latex i find myself sometimes hard to connect with people in a party setting and stuff mm-hmm. like that number one i can't hear half the time yes my ears are full of sweat yeah because <laughs> sweat is a thing and it's, sometimes it's hard to move your mouth. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit much. So yeah, I don't. I can't connect the same. If I'm yeah. going to enjoy a party, I'm taking the hood off, just going to wear the latex or something, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very good call. I mean, if you're trying to socialize in a loud environment, right. then yeah, it's really hard to do <laughs> with a hood. Um, yeah. But uh, I feel like a lot of people... You know, when I look back at that party in the club, like nobody was there to really talk, right? No. And it, it was a lot more like...
0: Well, music was crazy loud anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. It was the visual that That's people right. were really getting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree. It can be challenging. I'm, I am thinking of exploring a little bit more without the hood mm-hmm. and um, presenting myself, you know, in a way that isn't quite as fetishy. Right? right. I feel right, like right. the hood really takes it to that next level it of fetish. It brings it to
0: the fetish level.
1: Absolutely. Like when yeah. I, when I meet people that are, you know, not in the kink scene, I won't call them vanilla cause yeah. you know, that's not really nice to label people that way, but yeah, yeah. they're not really into fetish or in the kink scene. If I show them a picture of myself in latex without a hood often, they'll be like, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. The minute that I show them the hood, it suddenly becomes very fetish.
0: Very visceral sometimes.
1: Totally. Yeah. And um, not, like a lot of people have a challenge with that part in particular. So it's really, I think the, the, the hood part is so fascinating because that really is what takes it to the next level of
0: And isn't it, isn't it really, like, what is it about a th- very thin piece of rubber, latex, literally just over the face, you still see the mouth and the eyes and the nose, like, it's something about that that does with our psyche that, again, it, it is something that people need to, like, oh, wow. Like, that's another, another level.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I personally think a lot of it has to do with the anonymity in the sense that yeah. you don't, it's not about the look of the person's face, you know. you Yes, you can see their eyes, but you don't know what they're, they look like. Yeah, it it, changes
0: it changes up your face, sure hundred yeah. percent, you know,
1: and it accentuates the two parts on your face that are really the most valuable, I would say, you know, mm-hmm. your, your eyes, the, like the window to your soul. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can really, they pop when you're in a mask, they right. really, really pop and your lips, which are, right. you know, very sensual and, and something that people are attracted to. So I think having a hood, like it just allows people to focus on an area that is like really, Sensual. That's the only way, yeah, yeah. word I can find for yeah. it. But you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It takes it definitely to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, you you talked about a hiatus. Like you talked about Jade... Um,
1: then and 2.0 now. Yeah.
0: Can you get into that a little bit? You want to yeah, share a bit? Yeah, for
1: sure. For sure. I think, you know... I think maybe a lot of people can, can potentially relate to this. Um, you know, being in rubber is amazing, obviously. Um, but I think during COVID in particular, and I hate to even use that, that word, you know, but I think it'll be a, a period of our, all of our histories that we'll you mm-hmm. know, remember and reflect back on it. It became very difficult to, um, to stay engaged and, and motivated to participate in fetish, in kink, in rubber, in latex, really in, you know, a whole gamut of things, as we know, uh, social events, all of that sort of stuff. And, um, I was living on my own, right? Like I'm not from here. Mm -hmm. I, I I moved here from somewhere else. So my family is elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And, um, and going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, my my true love with latex is being around other people, being in public, right. and being with friends, or you know, um, being in a, a scene or whatever the mm-hmm. case is, right? And at the beginning, I was able to maintain it for the online presence and you know that that sphere of people, but mm-hmm. it became really challenging in isolation to, to want to play, to want to get dressed up, to want to create, to, to just even be creative. I mean, we were all locked down. We couldn't go out. We couldn't do anything. So, um, you know over time and and of course i i do have you know a real life as yeah. well um you know fetish isn't my main job or anything like that yeah. and that portion of my life became very uh very much impacted right mm-hmm. and stressful and so the combination of the both like just being in isolation and not having a lot of friends around and being pretty stressed at, you know at work it it just started to feel inauthentic getting dressed up because I wasn't really enjoying it and I wasn't able to have fun with you or have fun with anybody. So I got to a point where I just needed to take a break. Um, and unfortunately I had to pack up all my rubber Mm -hmm, and put mm -hmm. it away in the closet. Um, and take some time for myself and really figure out, you know, what it was that I wanted in the future and additionally, like latex was closely tied to some interpersonal relationships that I had had in uh-huh. the past, as you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I needed to evaluate those as well and really understand where kink and fetish was for me as, on my own. Right. Um, so it took a while, right? It took a while to process all of that. You know, of course, I still wore my leather every day yeah. and that yeah. kind of stuff um, on the days that I... It actually went out most of the time I was just in my pajamas, right? Right. You know, bed and then the desk. Um, But what I realized is it's, it's actually been really challenging to get back into full rubber, um, particularly without play partners or friends Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So um, I have this vision of, of what I want Latex Jade 2.0 to look like, um, yeah. to be. And it's just a matter of time before I'm able to kind of pick that up again and really run with it.
0: You know what's really interesting? A word that I picked up on is inauthentic. And it's interesting that like as uh, kinky individuals or as fetish, uh, fetishists, like we're worried about feeling authentic in what we're doing and like that like what we're putting out, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I've, this is not new. I've heard that from lots of people that feel like, oh, I, I don't feel very kinky right now or, mm-hmm. I, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't feel authentic in what I'm doing, right? But mm-hmm. I think for myself, and not putting words in your mouth, but like kink or fetish is so um, connected to who we are, like mm-hmm. especially someone that like we don't usually show, so we want it we need to feel authentic. We need to feel there's that vulnerability with different plays and stuff like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and also, you know, uh, from my experience, of course, I can only speak from my experience, um, uh, there's a lot of play events and, um, you know, uh, groups and and things that happen around kink. Mm -hmm. And often you can find yourself in a scene you know, in a, in a party, for example, that you weren't really expecting, you know, you show up and suddenly they need a dom and you're in rubber. So they're like, yeah, you're, you're on. (laughs) And, and you're excited to participate. And and in the moment you're, you're, that's who you are. Right. Right. And, but then when the scene is done, you know, you're back to being just latex Jade and being yourself or whatever the case is. So I think, you know, sometimes it, it can be easy to be inauthentic because, I'm not really, you know, a true Dom Mm -hmm. at heart, but there are moments where I want to act as a Dom.
0: Do some topping or something.
1: Exactly. And in those moments, I want to be authentic, right? And if you can't feel that authenticity, then it just makes the scene like seem, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but it, 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 for me anyways, it's kind of a turnoff. Like I don't, if I'm not in the right headspace, then how can I really fully enjoy it?
0: Yeah, I, I've I've talked about this before. Like I uh, with fetish is like I like to. I don't like to play a lot at play parties because it doesn't feel like I'm playing with real money, mm-hmm. right? Like I, it's monopoly money. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I want to be with a dom where I've got real Connection vulnerability and, and real yeah. consequences and real exposure. Yes, it'd be great to get. And sometimes you do it. You, you want to see. You want to get beat. Or sometimes I may you know do some impact play with someone or whatever. But it doesn't hit the same.
1: Yeah. Well, and that goes back to exactly what I was saying, right? You know, at the beginning of COVID, when I was continuing to create content, it really became content in isolation specifically for building, you know, my online portfolio and, and giving back to that community. but the part that I really loved, which was interacting and the you know that element, was missing. Right. And so that's why it started to feel inauthentic because every time I would get dressed up, I wasn't doing it for me anymore. Yeah. You know, I was doing it for some, somebody else or something else. Right. And, um, I just think with fetish, like you, you, you have to want it, you have to be into it. Otherwise it doesn't, it doesn't just doesn't ring the same
0: way. Well, literally from like just a, uh, um, what's the exact word I'm looking for? Like, just from a literal standpoint, it takes hours to get ready. Totally. So if you're not connecting on a fetish or a kink way or whatever that you're getting out of it, um, then it, it it's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think the the challenge with the online portion, right? Because prior to that, I was going to events, I was hanging right. out with other you know, rubberists who understand the effort it takes to get in the cleaning, like there's just so much to it. Right. Um, but the online community is a a lot of times there are voyeurs. They're just Mm -hmm. there to observe and watch and, and, and use and take what they want without realizing how much effort is going into it. Right. And I just started getting to a point where it was like, it's not worth the effort anymore, you know? Yeah. So it was heartbreaking a little bit. Um, obviously, you know, when you when you love something so much and you need to take a bit of a break, it's a challenge. Um, but like they say, you know, sometimes it's good to take a step back so that you can, you know, take five steps forward in the next round. And um, yeah, so that's what we've been doing, right? Building mm-hmm. and, and figuring out what that next version is going to be. And even if you look at my content now, I'm starting to explore a lot more outside of just, Just rubber. Yeah, I've
0: seen you posting stuff on your motorbike and wearing leathers and, right? Different stuff. Because
1: that's who I authentically am, right? Right. I'm not just rubber. Yeah. Um, And it's interesting because the community doesn't respond the same way because a lot of my fans were there for rubber particularly. Yeah. So, you know, and I keep saying, we're going to make a comeback. We're going to make a comeback. Mm -hmm. And I know it's going to happen, but I want it to happen at the right time. Like, I want it to feel right, you know?
0: Yeah. So then knowing where the hiatus came and so where it's growing from. So what are you, are you starting to feel the, obviously the world's changed. Mm -hmm. It's kind of back. Mm -hmm. Is it just, is there... Is it just that end of it or is it that you've been able to process and I'm not sure how much you want to share, but you're able to process and connect with it with Jade and with with uh, the rubber in a different way?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely am connecting with rubber in a different way, Um, you know, incorporating a lot more single pieces into my wardrobe um, so that I can still have my experience with rubber, but not feel like I'm obligated to, to do the full, you know, full yep. get up. I think, you know, it's interesting though, because for me, uh, things haven't gone back to the way they were. And it's interesting that people are like, okay, well the world's back up and right. we're, we're ready to party and we're ready to get back together. Like for me, it wasn't just like there was consequences from isolation, right? Right. The, you know, the ability to connect with people in general or, or to want to go to parties and that kind of stuff. So I think there's still some time that needs to be built around that. Um, but certainly my desire and my, um, my passion for latex and missing it, has really started to right. come to the forefront. And that's how I know I'm getting to that place. Where like I'm ready to start creating content again. Start connecting again. That kind of stuff. Because it's just like the itch. It's like I, I miss being encased.
0: Awesome. <laughs> well I'm in Vancouver now.
1: Yeah it's so great. I mean and there's so many amazing people. Yeah. Um, and friends and support. And um, I think the rubber community in, in specific again speaking from my experience is just amazing like super supportive like so many of my heavy rubber friends um who I'm friends with in you know real life because they know who I am um completely understood where I was coming from and and supported that and and still support me so it's such an amazing community really like I just, I love, I love the people. I love rubberists from around the world. It's amazing. Well, and I
0: think, like, throughout this conversation, the real connection with rubber in a lot of ways is through rubber in the social, the voyeur, the Mm -hmm. exhibitionist, right? There's a connection. And when that wasn't there, then, you know, there was other things that were being processed, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, and that goes back to fashion, you know, a lot of it. A lot of, I'm a fashionable person. Yep. I would say. Um, and I like to dress up in general. And I just, I love rubber fashion. I'm so passionate about rubber in general and just how much effort goes into it and, mm-hmm. you know, how to design it and create it and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's definitely bubbling below the surface and, and you know, she's she's dying to come out <laughs> of the closet. Like, please unpack me.
0: <laughs> what are some of the different things that maybe you're looking at doing
1: yeah so I mean I think you know um what I can share and and kind of where my mind is is going um and what people can expect obviously um you know I'd love to start shooting again and mm-hmm. um doing still photography but also a lot more video content and video work
0: video is so huge I know on everything I mean I know. TikTok changed the world Latex on TikTok is very, it's hard to do, but real Definitely
1: with a mask, absolutely. Definitely with a mask. Um, As fashion, maybe you could, it's a little easier to get away with it. And unfortunately, if you're pretty female and it's fashion, it's probably easier to do than, you know, anybody else. But yeah, I mean, the video game has changed everything. Mm -hmm. And I love my static content. Like the photos are incredible. But there's something about video that kind of, gives you like a peek into the real world, you know. It's like you can hear it, you can see right. it, you can you can't smell it, but you almost can. You, you almost know what can. I mean?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So a lot more video content and um and reels and stuff like that. And I think some of the other things I've been thinking about um getting involved in is like and we talk about this lately a lot is the um ASMR stuff and mm-hmm. you know, latex, jade, you know, reading content, reading content, you know,
0: so like stories,
1: stories. Exactly. Um,
0: and so those listening that maybe aren't familiar with ASMR, that's like, tell us, well, it's a lot more of an auditory response. So if you're on TikTok, maybe you've seen where people are quietly talking into the microphone and making different sounds and it can be soothing and it can be exciting. And then but it's a real uh, focus on the sounds, yeah. so the sounds of latex. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people that do, like, eating, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. mukbangs. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are giant things on it. Mm-hmm. So, there's obviously, there's a connection with, like, the sounds of latex.
1: Absolutely. And, I mean, we, you know, back in the day um, would do this anyways, yeah. right? And And you see it all over the place when, you know, people are slapping their, you know, latex gloves or, or crinkling, you know, what they're wearing, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's so interesting because I actually, um, personally am very much uh, an auditory person, actually much more so than visual, obviously visual is amazing. But for me, when I'm in the mode, it's Mm -hmm. like auditory is what really triggers me. So it's something that I think would be cool to be able to give back to people who are also into that kind of style. Yeah, and,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. um, you know, I don't know how many, uh, latex dolls are, are doing that. Yeah. So I think that would be super exciting. And, and some of the other, you know, ideas that have been kind of come to the forefront based on, the types of questions that people ask me, you know, um, when I go out or when I'm online, you know, there's a lot of like educational types of questions Mm -hmm. that people want to know. Um, I think, I think educational content is really valuable right now. And you'll notice, you know, on all the social media platforms, when somebody's, telling you or teaching you something there's a lot of like buy-in and there's a lot of viewership because people want to learn right? right right and i love that because you can expose people who have never even thought of latex before to you know the concept of it and once they start to hear okay what is it that you know people are turned mm-hmm. on by or how do you use it or how do you store it or what do you do with it you know there's more buy-in and more people right. will want to get involved so right. Just spreading the the rubber message, you well, know? Well, and like I said,
0: it was the, some of the celebrities wearing it and it being, you know, in fashion weeks in and in award shows and stuff like that, right, like brought a, a lot of attention. I know there were some pieces from here, I forget where, but some pieces were here were in some different events and stuff like that, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I myself have a cu- couple of custom, um, you know, fashion pieces. I have a gorgeous latex gown that yeah. I, you know, custom ordered from LA and... Um, I've worn it once, but it's so beautiful and like easy to wear to, you know, a party, like just as it is. Right. Right, And it's so funny, you know, and it's not just that. I mean, people I I did wear it. I wore it once for for New Year's. I had ordered it for a New Year's event and, you know, everybody was decked out. But nobody, no one had a latex dress on, obviously. And I mean, the way latex fits your body is like. (sighs) next level. Right. Right. So throughout the entire night, people wanted to touch it and and feel Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. so it's like those types of things that I'd love to, you know, create, create some more like educational style content around and, um, you know, maybe open up a YouTube channel, something Mm -hmm. like that, Mm -hmm. where I can incorporate the video as well.
0: Right. Okay. So where's the best place for people to follow you and then find latex jade 2.0?
1: Oh, that's great. So, I mean, most of my content is on Instagram, uh, uh, latexjade underscore XO. And, um, I think, you know, I'm going to stay pretty focused on that platform for now. Mm -hmm. Um, I will likely add, you know, a YouTube and I'm thinking about some TikTok stuff, but, um, you can find me on Instagram. It's totally free. I'm private at the moment, so you'll have to submit a request, but, Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, I think uh, Instagram's kind of like, I feel like it's my home, like it's kind of where I started and so I'm going to still stay there, you know what I mean? Um, But if I do open up some new uh, channels, Mm -hmm. I'll for sure promote that through Instagram. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, thanks for uh, chatting with me.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm sure we'll connect again. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) we will. And maybe talk about different topics.
0: 100%. And we'll maybe get an update on latex jade.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I'm, ha- you know, happy to have uh, Mr. Piggy along. So,
0: Aww, yeah. Thanks.
1: Okay. Have okay. a good day. Bye. Bye.